0: We talked last week about, in John 17 about uh, being in the world. I'll have to look up here. There it is. In the world, but not of the world. One of the things that Jesus prayed for us, uh, that we would be set apart. And, and uh, you know, he prayed a lot of things for us. But, but one of the things that he prayed there is that we would be set apart. We would be different and, and set apart by him but also set apart for Him. And that's an important thing to remember. We, he sets us apart for Himself, but He's also set us apart for Him to serve Him. And that's what we're going to talk about today a little bit. This idea of being sanctified, this being set apart, is, as I talked last week, just a little review of, of a, a kind of a place we are, this position that He's set us apart forever, once and forever. But we're also in this process where He's making us more and more. Uh, his own, more and more like Jesus. And then one day, as I just mentioned, one day we're going to stand before him and that process is going to be completed. We're going to be there. We're going to be in heaven face to face with Jesus. That's, I'm looking forward to that too. But in the meanwhile, that's what we're going to talk about today, in the meanwhile, we're not of this world right now. We're here. And Pastor Chuck, I, I put it on the board for us this time. He says, I am not of this world. I am not to live like the world, think like the world, act like the world. I am different for I am a child of God. I have a different nature, a different Lord, different goals, citizenship, thinking, and definitely a different destiny. So that should affect how we live now because who we are, who we are because of what Jesus Christ has done in our lives. Uh, Jesus said, you know, that we would be in this process of sanctification, being more and more set apart by the word of God, by the truth of God. And and Paul said in Romans chapter 12 that we should not be conformed any longer to the ways or the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind. So we're not to be kind of, one translation says, squeezed into the mold of the world but to be transformed by the renewing of our mind through the word of God and, and what God is teaching us. That we might be those vessels that are useful for him. Now today, it, it's, a, it's a kind of continuation, but, it, but again, why does he leave us here? We're in the world, but we're not of the world. We're different, we're set apart, but we're not necessarily set apart to be stuck away somewhere. In other in, In in fact, he's not only uh, uh, set us apart for himself, but he sent us into the world. He sends us into the world. Let's look at John chapter 17. Uh, I should have told you to turn there already. But John chapter 17, we're going to pick it up uh, in verse 18. He says, as Jesus is praying to the Father, he says, as you sent me into the world... I have sent them into the world. For them, I sanctify myself that they too may be truly sanctified. My prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, through their message. So we're in the world, but we're not of the world. But on the other hand, we are sent into the world, just like Jesus was sent in the world. He, into the world. He wasn't of the world either, but he was here in the world. And he, was, he came for a reason, and he had a purpose, and, and you and I are, are here. We talked a little bit about this last week, that, that we have a job to do, we have work to do, and, and we're here in this world at this time for a reason, and you and I have a purpose It's not just, I hate to break this to you, it's not just to make money. It's not just to have nice stuff. God is, if we are one of His, we're here, we have a purpose that's much bigger than those. Now we have to do those things, right? If you don't work, what? You don't eat. Or you don't eat very much, that's for sure we need to do the things we need to do, but the truth of the matter is we have a higher purpose, we have a higher calling than just that. And that's what Jesus is talking about here. When Jesus was, was uh, uh, speaking to his disciples earlier in the, in the book of John, he said, my food is to do the will of him who sent me. That's what, that's what you know, satisfies me, that's what fills me, that's what gives me strength, is, is actually doing the will of him who sent me. I, I, you know, I'm thinking about the days that we live in now. Even, you know, going back to just this last year, and, and the and the times they are a changing, as somebody said. Who knows who? Dylan. Yes. Bob Dylan. He was talking about way back in the way back in the '60s and '70s. But, but the truth of the matter is things are changing now, too. And so I see it even more now that you and I, uh, in these days that we live in, we are here for a reason, for a purpose. The, the book of Esther, the, you, know, the, you should read it. It's a fascinating story about what happened with this woman named Esther. But the key passage in, in the book of Esther is what? Who can tell me? For such a time as this. You see, she was put in that particular place where she was. She didn't really feel comfortable doing what she was supposed to do in the moment. But but in the end, she knew it was the right thing to do. And so for such a time as this, she was there in that place. For such a time as this, you and I are here in this world. We're sent into this world. So... We kind of have to ask ourselves, you know, again, like Pastor Chuck said, you know, are, are we any different from the world? And, and also, you know, are we, what kind of representation are we giving? Are we all doom and gloom or, you know, we've got these sour faces, you know, well, you know, I'm a Christian. And, you know, if I wasn't, I could maybe do all that stuff and have the and, and go there and, and all that rest of it. Or, or are we people that have hope, you know, my life isn't here. My hope isn't here. My citizenship isn't here. Where is it? It's in heaven. Exactly. Jesus said, you know, I, as you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. And and he says that many times that phrase as you sent me into the world and and he talks it in a lot of different ways but this point here is as has as Jesus was sent in the world he's now sent us into the world so in 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 a way he sent us to be his representatives, to represent him in this world. That, you know, that does, you say, well, that puts kind of a lot of pressure on me because I'm not Jesus. But, but, but again, this is the sanctification process where we're being made more and more like Jesus, where we actually can represent him in this world. If we're, you know surrendering and we're cooperating and we're allowing him to do a work in our in our lives and and who we are as people we're allowing the word of god to get into us and and change the way we think change the way we live John 3:17 says that that god we all know John 3:16 John 3:17 says for god did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but to save the world through him. Jesus says, as as you sent me into the world, I'm sending them. Now, do you and I save the world? No, of course not. We we can't save anybody. We can't save ourselves. We can't save anybody at all, period. But Jesus can. and, and, And so you and I, as representatives of Jesus, we point to the one who can save them who does have hope and help. You see, you and I, we're, we're, we're really on a, a mission from heaven, a heavenly mission. You know, we think, you know, we, we use this word missionary, and we think it's only those people that leave our fair shores and they go out to some distant land, some dark place. Well, you know what? Every believer, if you, if you understand what Jesus is saying and you, and, you, and you look at many other passages, every one of us is a missionary. Every one of us. Each, I could point to each one of you. You are a missionary wherever you are. A missionary for Jesus Christ. It's a heavenly vision. Paul the Apostle, uh, in Acts chapter 26, he said these words. He said, so then, he's speaking to King Agrippa, and he had this opportunity that he was, had this guy, this king in front of him. He says, I was not disobedient to the vision from heaven. I wasn't disobedient to what God called me to do, what the vision that God gave me from heaven. I'm telling you, uh, uh, folks, this is a vision from heaven, what Jesus is saying here today, that you and I are sent. This is a, a vision from heaven. Now, in that passage, it's very fascinating in, in that before he said, this is in verse 19, before that, verses 1 through 18, what did Paul do? He gave his testimony. He, he told his whole story. He told his story, not someone else's story. He told his story, and then he said, this is what God told me to do. You know, that's where we all start, you know. None of us, most of us will say, you know, well, I'm not Billy Graham, and I'm not Greg Laurie, and I'm not, you know, this evangelist or that evangelist. But you know what? You are a, a follower, a child of God, and you have a story. You have a story. What's God done in your life? Of course, if he hasn't done anything in your life, well then you have no story. I get that. But for those that are his, you know what? You have a story, what God is doing in your life. That's where we all start by telling folks what Jesus has done in my life. It starts there. What what God, you know, God rescued me. You know, I, I've told my story many, many times here, you know, that God rescued me out of out of being completely lost. I was lost. I was searching. I was alive, but I was dead. And I was lost, and I was trying to find it in in everything the world had to offer and then different kinds of weird religious trips. But when I found Jesus, or when he found me, I should say, my life changed, radically changed. That's where Paul started. That's where you and I start, too, and then Paul told this king, you know, what Jesus had told him to do. And, he, and, and these are some of the words that he said to Paul. He said, get up, stand on your feet, because I have appointed you as a servant and as a witness of Jesus. That's what he's telling you, you and I, we need to get up and, and stand up for, for what we believe in. Stand up for our testimony and be a servant of Jesus. That's what he's called us to do. So he says, as I I was sent in the world, so I have sent them into the world. I've sent them into the world. He sent his disciples and, and he has sent you and I into the world as well. Now... I say this many times and, and, I, and I completely believe it's true that if God calls us and sends us to do something, he will also give us what we need to do, what he calls us to do. The main way he does that is by his Holy Spirit. Look, look ahead with me to chapter 20, just a couple of pages here, and it's It's interesting what Jesus says to his disciples, chapter 20 and verse 21. This is after he has, you know, uh, risen from the dead. It says in verse 21, again, Jesus said, peace be with you. He says, as the father has sent me, I am sending you. Same phrase, right? Verse 22, and with that, he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit. So he has sent us just the same as as he was sent. He came by the power of the Holy Spirit as well. Jesus, the the Son of God and and the Spirit of God and the Father, they're all working together. But he breathed on them and, and, and said, receive the Holy Spirit. You see, he's given us that power. To be witnesses. In Acts chapter 1, he says, he he made this promise. He said, you will receive power when? When the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. You will be my disciple in all those places. and, And to the ends of the earth, folks, includes right here in Rhode Island. Right here in Rhode Island. and I know this probably isn't a good question, but is there anybody here who's never traveled out of Rhode Island? (laughs) You know, we laugh, but there are people that, you know, I wouldn't even think of traveling out of Rhode Island. I mean, the truth of the matter is, I don't even like to drive out of Rhode Island myself. To drive to Connecticut? Are you kidding? Like, I don't think my gas tank is big enough. I certainly, I don't have my overnight bag ready for that. You know, so what about right where we are? In the uttermost parts of the earth. What about right here? The ends of the earth. To be a witness, to be a light right here where we are. He he will give us what... We need the power of his Holy Spirit to be those witnesses. You see, you and I, we are ambassadors for Christ. You know, ambassador, that's a big title. But but Paul says it in 2 Corinthians, we are therefore Christ's ambassadors as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. He died for our sins. You see, you and I were ambassadors. Again, you say, well, I, you know, I can't, I don't have the training, I don't have this, I don't have that. But, but if you are a child of God and, and Jesus lives within you, you have the spirit of Christ living within you, he will give you what you need. Yeah, we get fearful. I, you know, I get fearful to talk about Jesus in different contexts, and different situations. We all do. But, but he'll give us that boldness just to speak up and say, you know, God bless you. Hey, I'll pray for you. Just something, you know, to, to, to let folks know that there's something beyond what we see and, and know and, 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 and hear right here in this current situation. Notice he says there back in John 17 that he sent us into the world. That crazy place, the place that's hostile to God. That's where he sent us to be, you see. He sent us into the world. Out there. You know, if we're only believers and disciples in here... There's something wrong, isn't there? We're called to be disciples and witnesses out there. You know, uh, I mean, I get to share the truth and and share the gospel in here, and and there are sometimes people that come in here who are not true believers, but you're not really going to witness to that many people around you, right? Because they're mostly all believers. But the people out there, where you work, where you go to school, your neighbor are you praying for your neighbors are you praying for those people that that you work with and you looking for those opportunities praying for your family members and looking for those opportunities because you may be the only light that they have around them our job is 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 out there it's it, it it's in these places you know uh, Perhaps you've heard of this that you know, some churches have this above the exit of their church, and I like this. Maybe we'll put that up in our place. What, should we? Yeah. You are now entering the mission field when you leave. Now, yeah, yeah. There's stuff that, that that takes place here too. You know, I understand all that. You know, we. But mostly, we're in the process of studying the Word and being discipled and and growing and and worshiping our Lord. But but you know, the work for most of us is out there. For all of us, myself included. You know, I have neighbors. I have family members, and and you know, I, I look for those opportunities and and I. And, and you know, just to, to say something. And, and, and I see them happening. My neighbors kind of make fun of me. Oh, here he comes. You know. But, but I just love I just them. I pray for them and I just want to love them and, and, and just be a light. That's all. Be something bright in their life. Where am I? Verse 19, it's an interesting verse. Jesus said, I, for them I sanctify myself that they too may be truly sanctified. Jesus, you know, obviously he was completely holy, completely pure, but, but he, here he's talking about setting himself apart. And, and he was looking forward to the cross, I believe, that, that through the cross you and I would be completely set apart for him. He gave his all. I mean, how much are we going to give? He he gave his all, completely set himself apart, and you and I are just going to give a little bit? We're going to throw a quarter into the plate kind of thing? Are, are, Are we going to give him all of our lives? Because that's really what he wants. Notice in verse 20, he says, My prayer is not for them alone. I, I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message. Again, so, so as the disciples were sent into the world, that other people would come to believe through their message. And, and you and I will, will, will hear about the gospel through other people, or, or we did. And, and I came to faith because someone told me, how do you know that they, those people around you won't believe in Jesus? through what you might share, through, through your life, through your love, through, through, your, through your words, through things you might say. Sometimes we, we sell it short and we say, well, that person, you know, they'll never come to faith. They'll never believe in Jesus, so I'm not even gonna go there with them. You know, sometimes it's, it's the, peop- the people who are the most anti are the ones that come. Paul the, Paul the Apostle, that guy was out killing Christians. You can't get much worse than that, right? And yet he, his life was turned around when he, when he met Jesus on the road. Back in John 4, it says that Jesus said to his disciples, I tell you, open your eyes and look at the fields. They are ripe for harvest. You and I, we need to open our eyes to those around us. We really, really do. Get our eyes off of ourselves and look around us because the, the fields, they're, they're white, they're ripe for harvest. We, and he goes on to talk about that and, and saying, you know, that, that others sowed. He says, you know, one sows and another reaps. He says, I sent you to reap where you have not worked. He says, others have done the hard work. You have reaped the benefits of their labor. You know, many times other people have done the work. Each of us has a different part to do. Maybe, maybe we're just those ones that sow the seed. But sometimes we get to be the ones that reap too. And so you and I, let's open our eyes that's John chapter 4. In John chapter 9, Jesus said, As long as it is day, we must do the work of him who sent me. There's that phrase again. We must do the work of him who sent me. Night is coming when no one can work. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. He says, there, it's going to be a dark time. It's going to be coming. But, but right now, I'm still here. You and I been sent into the world, just like Jesus was sent into the world. He was sent into the world to be the light of the world. But Jesus said to his disciples, and, I, and he says it to you and, and I as well, he says that you are the light of the world. Why? Because we have Jesus living within us. Jesus living within us. So again, this is all part of the big picture of what Jesus is praying for his disciples, that you and I... You and I are sent into the world to be the light in the world, to share the light, the light of Jesus. That's what we're called to do and to be. It says this, uh, each Christian should view themselves as missionaries whose task is to communicate God's truth to others. Each Christian, every one of us, start with your story. Start with who you are. And, and if, you're li- if you're living like the world and you're messed up in a lot of different ways, well, first of all, you need to repent and get your life right with Jesus because you don't have a story right now. Right? Does that make sense? That's why it's so important for, for, for the way we live because the, the light is going to come through. That doesn't mean we're perfect. None of us have arrived. Paul the Apostle says, I haven't got there yet, but I keep reaching forward forgetting those things that are behind, reaching forward to those things that are ahead, I I press on. That's what we need to do. Revelation chapter 12, though, it says, they overcame him, that is, the enemy, the serpent, the devil, Satan, by the blood of the Lamb. First of all, it's the blood of Jesus. And by the word of their testimony, by their story. And they did not love their lives. So much as to shrink from death, so so often we you know we don't share our stories because we love our own lives so much rather than loving him go Mark chapter sixteen says, "Go into all the world and preach the gospel. go into all the world where where are you going today as you leave this?" Building, think about what should be written across the top There is it. Now you're going out as a missionary into the mission field. Where are you going? You're going to your house? You're going somewhere else? You're going to the store? What kind of a, 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 of a light are we? I hate to remind you of this as well because of what, where our society is going now, but you know what? There are cameras everywhere now. cameras everywhere they're watching everything that we do what kind of light is coming out of our lives of course the father sees us everywhere we go no matter what go into all the world jesus says all the world jesus says as you sent me into the world i have sent them into the world that's you and me let's pray together shall we our gracious heavenly father we we thank you for your word. It's very challenging, though, but I, I believe that you've you got a little army sitting right here uh, in front of me, and, and I'm a part of that army. We're all soldiers. We're all missionaries. We're, we're called to go out and, and be light. Father, help us to do that. I can't do it. None of us can do it. But you've given us your Holy Spirit, and, and you bring to our remembrance the Scripture, the words... You give us love, you give us hope, you give us peace that we can share, that people could look at us and and they might say, what is it about you? What do you have? I want what you have. Jesus, empower us to be those lights. Father, it's so exciting when, when we have those opportunities. I pray for each one here. I pray specifically for each one sitting here and, and each one listening today that, that God would give you an encounter with somebody, a spiritual encounter with somebody that you could just mention or say the name of Jesus and, and, and somehow tell part of your story, maybe all of your story. Father, give those opportunities, I pray, to each person in this room. Help us to open our eyes and to see them and to, and to put the fear aside. And to speak up for you. How exciting will that be? I look forward to next week to hear what happened. Father, I pray also as well for any, maybe that might be watching or or listening today that, that have never received you, that don't have you as Lord and Savior, that today is a day, today is a day of salvation, a good day to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, to find that hope and to have eternal life through knowing Jesus. And you can pray and, and, and simply let him in and say, Dear Jesus, I... I ask you into my life today. Please come in. Please save me. Forgive me. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.